Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Good evening, and welcome along to this week's Tuesday Club. Stephen, you have me on the wrong camera. You vote me on the wrong camera. Stephen, you need to go into the, into the producer, Stephen. Stephen, put me on the host, please. Put me on the host. Okay, there we go. Good evening, and welcome along to the news, the half-eight news, coming to you at 20 to 9. As we know, it is Irish time, so up your ladders. Four minutes early this week. Uh, this is the Tuesday Club on a Tuesday, finally. The first people that you saw, you didn't really see them. I'm going to introduce them now in a minute. That's because we have a new producer in and he's getting fired after tonight, the fucking Mongo. Hello, Stephen. You want to wave to the camera? Uh, <laughs> thanks very much Dad. thanks very much yeah, Stephen you don't need to talk when you're a producer unless I tell you to uh, this is the Tuesday Club and the Tuesday Club of course is brought to you in association with Reds Bet Reds Bet is a betting site tailor made for Liverpool supporters Reds Bet aims to share half of the net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes so no matter what the fans end up a winner check out the odds on RedsBet.com or download the Reds Bet app share the glory and gamble responsibly and I'm sure there'll be plenty of decent odds for the international world games that are on over the next couple of weeks where there's no Liverpool matches on. Tonight we're going to be talking about um, some match that happened at the weekend. It was nil out. No, nobody was interested in that whatsoever. And we'll also be discussing other things and we'll be bringing a new friend to the show. It isn't here at the moment, but it's a new friend. A new friend and it'll be soon will become your friend too because it's Something very, very special. But anyway, in tonight with me to discuss all the things that have happened at the weekend. I have, of course, starting at the bottom with the beard, Ragnar Clavin himself, Shane Davern, all the way from wherever the fuck you signed for at the, at the, in the holidays. And then beside him is James O'Regan. Say it, tell you, I didn't tell you to say hello, yeah. And of course, beside him then is the Paddy of the Lawsons. LL Paddy L. Ladies love Paddy Lawson. <laughs> you can't beat that one. The man, the myth, the legend. It's great, great to see you, bro. Good to see you. Give, it, give us some skin. That's what I like to say. That's what I'd say. Right? Oh, really, yeah. Come in talking to the mic. Hello. Remember, you're on ESPN now, so you talk to the camera, you don't talk to me. Okay. I am your fan. Okay. <laughs> Keeping it real for the fans <laughs> out there. Um, Shane, yes. I'm going to start with you. Did you miss Paddy? Oh, yeah. the head. Excellent stuff. Go, go, go. Daily construction. Steve does not work, but he's the boss. Well, that's what all bosses do. Cuts the, che- cuts the yeah. checks. Well, he's he's had years of not doing any work, so uh, I'm pretending that he does. He something. actually so would work on a heart machine in fairness. But <laughs> we, we we got him going. He he still has all his fingers out there building this studio, which I'm surprised that even though we had lads looking for smooth screws and lads using drills with no batteries in them, <laughs> that was the crack that day. Best drill ever. Best drill ever. <laughs> ever. I think Andy owes me a million quid at this day, uh, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shane! Yes. Anyway, it's good to have you back in. You haven't been here for a couple of weeks. You're, you're looking well. Good to well. be here. Yeah, looking well. Come yeah. on. Is that, is that a Liverpool based top? Uh, I think it's Love Follow Conquer. Is it, yeah? yeah, yeah. They don't sponsor us. Don't ever mention them oh, again. Okay. <laughs> 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 but if they do, they sponsor us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> get in touch with Steve O. Steve O. Let them know who to get in touch with. There's the <laughs> hand there. Exactly. You have to do it. James, it is of course the World Games week. Yes, it is. It is. It is. Yes. Have you, are you looking forward to the World Games? Oh, I can't wait. I've heard there's plenty of funny games going on this week. Absolutely. There is. There is there's, and there's actually meant to be a, an outrageous level of Twitter outrage at some stage during this whole week. So um, oh. get ready for that. Plenty of fume, yeah. and they'll be offended about everything. Um, anyway, so <laughs> lads, the match Manchester City, Liverpool, nil all. The bus wasn't set on fire. Shane, take it away. What was your. Memories and Andy of the wasn't game. there to set the bus on for it. <laughs> that does make a big difference. We'll ask you about the bus because City did spend an awful lot of time talking about the bus and then it looked like they just turned up and parked that bus in front of their goal. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, the lowest I read today or the other day was the lowest percentage they've had since Guardiola went there in any game. Mm. Uh, it was a strange kind of game. It was 
Both teams kind of kept it at the back a bit, cancelled each other out, and then looked for kind of. I thought both teams were a little bit more direct. Us more than us more than City. We were kind of happy enough to City were kind of happy enough to let, leave us with the ball, not not let us play through midfield, mm-hmm. slow the game down, and all all we really had. I thought was just trying clips clips down the channel to try and get either Mane or Salah in and try and work off breaks for them, but. City, City did cause us a lot of problems. I thought, I thought Silva was very, very good mm. off the ball as well as on it. Mm. And uh, just a real, they just cancel each other out. And I think Bo, I think Gary Neville said it after about 75 minutes. We offered both of these teams as Ron. They would just shake hands and go home. It was that kind of feel of it. James, would you have been happy with a draw at the start? At the start, no, no. At the start, on the back of the Napoli game, I thought I really wanted to see a performance and hopefully a, a win. But um, you know, you could see it was it was two team. It was definitely a case of it was two teams who were battling for the title, and everything was very cautious, and no one was willing to kind of really go forward and attack the game in the, in the way you'd expect them to. So um, no, it was kind of it was kind of what was expected. Once it kicked off, you could see the tempo had been set in the first five, ten minutes. No one was really like trying overly hard and it was overly cautious. And But, you know, um, I, I thought overall we played well. So um, front three is still a little bit of a concern. Um, I'd like to see them doing more. Um, I think Firmino was probably his worst game in a while. Um, but overall, you know, yeah, point was, was about a fair result given given the way we both teams went on it. So. Paddy, I don't want to get into the micro details of the match. Um, look, it's been covered by the Fatback Force, been covered by plenty of people at this stage, right? I want to sort of talk more about the general teams that have come out of the game. So, like, you know, there's been plenty of talk around the front three, all that, all that type of stuff, right? But does Firmino have a little bit of a, a World Cup hangover going on at the moment? Cool, dude. We looks a little bit leggy but so did the other two boys but not Mane more so Salah I think I think Salah still he's not 100% doesn't look to me like he is and to be honest with you he's it's just one of them games where it, was, it didn't fall for us it didn't fall for either side I don't think I know Man City got the penalty and stuff like that and that was probably the highlight of their game they didn't get in behind us that much Virgin makes a mistake for the penalty but Again, like City came to try and break us down, and it didn't work. And then after, as as Davo said, after seventy minutes, they would have took the draw. I think we're happy. I'd be happy with it. I was happy with the draw after the game. There's been a lot of a lot of talk around that, Shane, in terms of you know, if you think back to the last international break, we were actually going into it we were fairly upbeat in terms of our, our our form, but this front three thing and not not really gelling as as a front unit. One question I have for you, right, on that. Nobody's really talking about how shit man he's been since the last international break. Like he hasn't given much. Like you know, I know oh, he, he he's he's kind of got a bit of credit in the bank because he started the season so well. So the fact oh, that he has tailed off a bit, people are a bit slow to jump on him. But just on the on the front three, I think we're we're different now. I think with the with the sign of the goalkeeper, the sign of Van Dijk, we're we're a different team. We're a different team. It's like. Even in the games we, we won against the, the lesser teams, look at Brighton, we <clears throat> we started really well for 15 minutes, we got that goal, and then we kind of just sat off a bit, and uh, sat off a bit, and just relied on the fact that, look, we're good enough to keep these out, rather than, we, we don't, yeah, again, yeah, we, we don't, we don't need to, we don't need to be going to get two, three and four, until yeah. we're comfortable, like, as in, was last year against Ron, we get five, we ship two, like, so we're, we're a different kind of team this year, particularly like we obviously we had Van Dijk for the six yeah. months, but with the goalkeeper coming in, mm. there's definitely there's definitely a lot of confidence there in the fact that we can uh, a goal is good enough to win a game. So that's what I think the the pressure is kind of the pressure's kind of off the front three, I think. Really, really yeah. so far this season. I don't think we've quite got the balance right. We we we've gone from being overly attacking to overly defensive, I think, so far this season and because Klopp has obviously wants us to be more compact and but there's enough right now for us to think that we're at the top of the table and we still, the front three boys aren't firing. They they haven't started. No. The Cater's come in, Fabinho's come in and they haven't done much. Mm. So well, is it not a good thing that we're still up the top top end of the table and we're not firing all cylinders, yeah, you know what I mean? It is very, but I just, on that point, I think it might be a season where the front three don't click to what people think. 
yeah. that they, they will pit, like go through a season where you might only end up with a season where the three of them get 15 goals, 20 goals to three of them. I say that like teams learn how to play against us. So teams this season compared to last season have kind of copped on like, well, this is how you stop the three boys operating yeah, well, as such. Like, the Southampton game was... We got a couple of we got a couple of goals or we're, we're training up and Mark Hughes set it himself, look, it's damage damage limitation then. You don't want to be coming out here six and seven. But the the last two games, the Napoli game and the City game, they've kinda of looked to shut us down. Yeah. Yeah, stop and, right, that, and that can happen and at times, particularly against Napoli, we were very, very poor. We didn't create it. And at times that can uh at times like one will be enough in them games. Now we haven't done it. In the last two yeah. with Napoli and team, but at times one will be enough in them games okay. because we're so solid. I want to ask you, right? Because is there's, there's this feeling that you know, and I want to I want to take it away from the specifics and talk more about the generals in that and not not the generals as in the, the Mickey Mouse lads and <laughs> the, the generals as in the general pieces. But like, there's there's a the discussion is really around the midfield. The discussion is a lot around what's gone wrong in the whole. But lads, I want to talk about fatigue. And I want to talk about real fatigue. And, you know, Neville and the lot are going on about tiredness. I'm talking about playing the series of teams that we've just had. Every single game has been a big game. I know people say, well, you know, come the end of the season. But you're on a run-in at that stage. You've got the end of the season, you've got something in front of you and you have a goal that you're close to achieving, right? In September, your season has only kicked off and your run of games suddenly becomes Spurs, Southampton, um, Chelsea, no, PSG, Chelsea, Chelsea, Napoli, City. Right, no other team in England has had a run of games that difficult to navigate their way through. And outside of Chelsea, we've come at, we we've come away with one loss in all those games. We're joint top of the league as it stands. Right, you know, there's there's no fires really here to be putting out. There's there is the disappointment that we you know that we made, that we got some great results against these teams last year and we won games, but that was in between a series of other matches where we were scoring goals and the confidence was flown and we were used to scoring goals. To me, this looks like a team that's had to be controlled and, and more or less, yeah, yeah, over that space of games. Yeah, and yeah. the one the one potential thing that's here is could there be more changes and maybe a little bit more aggression shown from Klopp through the midfield selections and being a little bit more dynamic and maybe going for it a bit more, but. Is this a case that we haven't seen a league this close with so many teams for a long time? Because when you look at the top five, there's two points separating fourth from, from fifth. Yeah. And that's off the back of Spurs looking like they have a shit start to the season. Arsenal started trying to find their feet, yet they're only two points out at the top. That's what I'm saying. We haven't had a magnificent start. Like The tr- front three boys aren't flying. Mm. The midfield yeah. isn't, but people are giving out saying, Bill Henderson, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but people are saying that we're not flying in the midfield, we're not flying up front. But yeah, but Sol at the back. Like and, and like I think I can't think I think it's Maldini said it years ago. He says you win a you win a league with a good defence. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So we've stopped leaking the goals as such and it's dried up at the top. So we have to find a not a balance of fucking conceding goals and scoring goals, mm-hmm. but we have to we have to bear with it. Like it still is the team still is a work in progress. Fabinho's to come in, Kate has come in, Kate that looked unbelievable his first couple of games. We were at the West Ham game. He was quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Crystal Palace game was top-notch mm-hmm. again. So maybe it's just he came in, little burst. Now Klopp is probably saying, right, okay, he needs a rest now. Because it is, as all the players that do come to the league and do say that it is the most physical and fast league in the world. Yeah. So maybe it does catch up on foreign players that are only coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James, you, you have a good take on, on, on the way it is. For you, what is the, what is the biggest takeaway from, the, from that series of games? I thought we're in a title race. We we've we've gone you know toe to toe with all of the teams, and you know we can see we're we're joint top. So uh, you know, and I think we we've also learned from last season, and um we're we're not. I don't think we're as um mentally naive as we were last season. We're a tougher team this season, and and we've shown it. Like last season, we probably wouldn't have scored that goal against uh, Chelsea to to get the draw at Stamford Bridge. You know, so I think just we, it. As we've progressed under Klopp, and we've become a, a team that you know we, we've we've learned more, and and you can see that now, and, and there's a mentality in the team that they're at the moment and they're extremely hard to to get at, and you know you know we're not to be taken lightly, and it will take something really special to break us down, as City found, like him. You know, we came head to head against City, and it was two two teams that just as, as lads were saying, like they cancelled each other out, so it's it's. 
look to come out of the that bank of games with the joint top in the league i'm delighted you know you, you couldn't ask for, for much more than that the like, best thing from the route the, the running games at the start of the season is nobody wants to come to Anfield yeah. and that's exactly. that's the main thing so City City, City probably won't be happier if we had a, went to the Etihad and played them at this early stage in the season but they had to come to us and if you had to said to Guardiola before the, before the start of the season look before the second international break you're going to be up the top of the table and you have to go to Anfield you probably would have rather play at home that first game because now but now we have to go there but we have the job done at home we didn't lose and we're the more attacking side away from home Paddy, if I told you at the start of the season that we would play Chelsea we would play City and we play Spurs and we get five points out of them and remain unbeaten right and I said to you that we draw with Spurs yeah and we draw with Chelsea and we beat City at home wouldn't we be, wouldn't we have lapped that up yeah all day Given the run of fixtures, yeah, hundred percent. And we actually have a the run we have after the international break isn't that bad. Do you know what I mean? So we've had to endure the tough games, but we're still we're up there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We're up and, the top of the table. And maybe like that next bank of games, will will Klopp will be able to experiment a bit more, bring in the likes of Keita and Fabinho, and maybe you know even put Shakiri into the front three. Okay. I want to ask about Keita. You know, he gets it comes on from Milner. We talked about him again after the Napoli game when we were live directly after the Napoli match. Um, for me anyway he's been very under, underwhelming this season and that's based off what I've seen him do in the Bundesliga what I've seen him do in pre-season um, and again he wasn't really that effective in this game either you know I, I've seen I've seen the, the rotten oranges that have been thrown at Henderson for his performance on, at the weekend which I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit lost at I didn't think it was particularly brilliant no, I didn't think it was particularly no, bad I think it was just a, an average yeah. performance from a midfielder that you'd expect in, in, a, in a tough premiership game but you know Kate at the moment looks like a lost sheep, Jane. Yeah, look, Paddy alluded to it there earlier. We were at the West Ham game. He was, he was excellent. The Crystal Palace game, he did play well. And I was torn and his ball to Salah really uh, was the highlight really of that. But he did play well that day. <laughs> yeah, it, it, for our midfield, yeah, you alluded to it there. Midfield has been a little bit like an, an average midfield performance from a, a, maybe an average midfield in a, in a tough game. Kate is the one we brought in. Same kind of job that Oxide Chamberlain was doing for us. The burst from midfield, to break the lines. Henderson and Wijnaldum will, will play deeper and try and knit the team together. But when he gets it, we, we need him to be direct. He was doing that for the first couple of games and then for whatever reason, it hasn't been happening for him. But look, loads of people have said before, and now Jamie has said on here before, like... You can't get over how much it is to move to a club as big as Liverpool, especially yeah. for a foreign player coming to a, a different country. And look, it just could be just a delayed reaction from him to kind of the whole thing being that big. I, I, I don't have any concerns from seeing what he's, he is able to produce. It's just, just have to try and nurse him through this period. What was the difference between Keita and Fabinho? What did Klopp <clears throat> see that he said, well, Fabinho's not ready, but Keita is? Well, that's because Fabinho's shy, like. <laughs> <laughs> you say so <laughs> no but seriously like, Klopp has obviously seen something Keita and seen something in Fabinho where he said right this lad's not ready this lad is mm. and now it's probably changing now that Keita's not ready and Fabinho's ready and that's the difference that we're going to have to try and see how it plays out in the next few weeks especially with Milner out now for is it a month? Is it a month? I think, the, I think like, a key difference is probably that he was playing for Leipzig and he was playing in the Champions League and he was the he was the force of nature in that Leipzig team. Mm. He was the player that was, as soon as he's he left, big fish in that Leipzig side, like, have struggled yeah. this year without him. He was the yeah. driving force. And when he decided he was leaving and he was kept there for last season, their season fell apart because he seems a bit of a flowery player. Well, be yeah, you know, there's that to me he can be a bit petulant at times. He looked in in the Bundesliga last year. He's got got sent off. He hasn't off shown that though, yeah. at least yet for us. Yeah. No, but at the same time, yet. it's the mentality. Yeah, it's the mentality yeah. thing. Same team when Wijnaldum doesn't play well away from home. Until he scored that goal. Until he scores. He's, he's, been he's been our best midfielder. Yeah, he's been, he's for me, anyway. Yeah. No, no, no. He's quality. Yeah. He's been Excellent. unbelievable, yeah. I think, anyway, lads, one of the things that's come out for me, and he's, uh, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk. Oxley chamberlain now is the latest player to get a, le- a lot better because of his injury. I'm Barcelona. not playing. because No, because, because of, of, of this happens a lot. For a while, Alana last year, while he was out injured, was a much better player than what he'd ever produced on the pitch. And Oxley chamberlain now, the, it's, you know, he is the key to this system. Where I can tell you, if, if I go back... It's very dangerous to be hanging your house on him. But, in what way is he going to come back this, after yeah, this? Th- but not, not just that, Shane. This is my point, that Oxley chamberlain had some 
very average games for Liverpool last season and he had some great moments. Yeah. And what it looked like was that a bit like a dork out that he was coming up with big moments in big matches. Yeah. Again, the City goals yeah. and those type yeah. of big things, right? But there's a lot of games where he didn't do much. And yes, the loss of him is a good squad member and a good option to have there. But I think at times I prefer to see Klopp be a little bit bolder, play Shaqiri in that exact role. The role which is, he's got... Like he did it against Southampton. Yeah. yeah, and like that was the last time that we put on a real attacking yeah, display yeah, in that yeah. first half, and we blitzed them. Since yeah. then, there's been a little bit more cagey and a little bit more respectful to the opposition. That's my own opinion in yeah, terms of what it is. Shakiri at half time. Mm. He said it was a tactical move as well when he brought Milner on for Shakiri. So, I think, like I said earlier, Phil, I, I think he's very, very, very confident in his back four and his goalkeeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he realizes now that one goal. Most weeks would be enough to get the three points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was critical of them after the Napoli game because I thought that, that their three at the back it causes real, real, real problems. And I was like, will you change something? Mm. Just change something. Try it. But he, he obviously thought that, look, we will sit in here. Yeah, he, yeah, he's if we get a chance, hopefully we can take it, but we'll sit in because I don't think we can see it. Now, ultimately, obviously, that didn't happen. We, we, yeah. we fucked up, conceded one, yeah. threw it away in the last minute. But I think yeah. he's ultra, ultra confident in his keeper and his back four. And that's why. There has been a few flickers, as Phil said. There was the Southampton half, uh, Leicester. At times, we looked like we should have ripped them apart, spores away as mm. well. So there's been a few little, mm. you know, previews or yeah. moments of what we can do. We haven't done it yet, and we haven't had to do it because the back four and keeper looks so solid. solid. Yeah. yeah, and that look at that could be times when they go through a bad run of form, and we uh, we do oh, ship yeah, the, no. we do ship a couple of goals when the boys will have to bail them out. But at the at the minute. Uh, well, looking well. Said, three, goals, three goals conceded. Uh, so, yeah, the league, uh, was twelve we, last we, season. We restricted. I think we restricted um, City to two shots on target. Mm-hmm. Which I there was a bit of fluff on the desk. I just wanted to take. <laughs> yeah, I just spin on the wheel. I was, I was getting a shh. Sh- 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a bleeding child at Christmas. Ah. Ah, go back to playing the new toy. Did Santa come? Anyway. <laughs> Playing the plays days in the two in the morning. Um, no, I, I, I want to ask. We restricted City to two chance, two real chances. Now, <clears throat> the talk before that game was all about Lovren's reintroduction into the team, and he ends up having a, a very oh, good game. Excellent. But the main talk yeah, after the match, the penalty that should have been given. What's wrong no, with kicking a fellow up the arse? Listen, it's not, it's not, it's not Dejan Lovren without doing something like that. <laughs> I mean, you have to come to realize that he's gonna do something like no that. Penalty. That's it. No contact there. No penalty. Hang on. What's wrong with kick or the centre back kicking a fellow up the arse? That's what I was talking about. You Why did you just give him a kick up the arse? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the main talking point was um the alleged brilliance of John Achterberg for telling somebody to dive the way and then Marez kicking the ball over the bar. I thought he was waving at his missus in the crowd. Who knows? Like we have no idea what he was saying. There's an assumption. That because he turned his back and put his would right you, arm would up, you not, would you not give him credit for the fact that he, he called that correct? Goalkeepers union here Come called on. what correct? Oh, where, where he was going to put that the was going to kick the ball over the bar. No, the, the side that he put it over, like he was going for that top corner. Now keeper probably not getting if he puts it in the post. Sam Keeper's not getting it. If he puts that inside, oh. if he puts that inside the frame of the goal, yeah. the way he hits the ball, yeah. nobody's saving it. Well, you'd yeah. have to be hanging out with a well, net to save it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have one fella you'd literally, you want to be standing there, just holding onto the post, swinging is, out. And in fairness, it's like it has been a consistent theme all the time. Raina was under the decline, then we signed like that. Actorberg was the fault of all this. Now Raina is the, he obviously when Javi Verdero left, there was a fall off, etc. But Minilay's was shit. Yeah. So. Like there's not a whole lot he could do. Well, he got worse. Fo- yeah. Well, look. You can see his shot stopping ability got worse from since he signed. So I, I to I'll when he stopped, I'd just be inclined to give Actorberg a bit of credit that okay. he called it right. Fair play. That's all. Yep. Now how he called it right, I don't know because when <laughs> Mars's uh, team came up with where he puts his penalty, never he's never fucking put a penalty that side in his life. My, bit, but, my thing was that like, he could have. We don't know what that signal is. The overplay of that signal is absolutely hilarious. Look, it's it like Sky, what, Sky overplay. That could have been that could have been a signal to tell him to dive the opposite yeah. way. For all we know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, the Sky players, overplay. The player's right. Okay, and if, just yeah. think about this. Right, flip it the other way. If he's telling Allison that he's going to the players, right, 
then Alison went the wrong way. <laughs> it just yeah. happened to walk yeah. out right. And Scorey wouldn't have shown it. So they so, yeah. they, so they're playing it. They look what what can we get? Can we pick something up here to make a target point now or nothing? Because yeah. they talk shit. But I will say the one th- the one thing that Akterberg has gotten credit out of nearly all the goalkeepers <coughs> that was there, right? Was that they said he's very good with his penalty analysis and his penalty shootout analysis. And like that's the minimum expect from a professional goalkeeping coach who's paid to analyse that type of stuff, right? The criticisms I think that's been levelled at him is that goalkeepers haven't improved as a goalkeeper mm. since he's been. Well, Klopp has given him has come out and given him uh, credit yep. quite recently. Uh, he's, he's probably one of the hardest working members of the staff. When Klopp gets in, he's there. He's yeah, looking, looking at goalkeepers all over the yep. world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. So yep. he's obviously doing something right in his. You know list. when you know when. You're talking to your boss and there's a fella that you don't know what's he doing there and he's, yeah. a, he's, he's a really hard worker. He's like Steve on That's the like shed the here. <laughs> he's walk, Steve used to walk around with a hammer. But yeah. He was never doing it. But he had a hammer in his hand all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone stopped him. I'm just on my way down to... Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, he just, then, he just, then he just tail off and you go, all right, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. t- t- for me, hard work... <laughs> hard work is the minimum requirement that I'd expect from anyone on that couch. And True, stuff. yeah. But, I would agree. Um, anyway, I think everyone just needs to chill the fuck out when it comes to the magic thing. At the end of the day, Mares hit a penalty that was worse than Joe Cole's shot against Stoke in 2011. No, it was. Was it cleared the cop as well? Do you remember that, Steve? You nearly got thrown out of Anfield over that one. <laughs> you literally nearly got out of Turkey. If if that if those rules about abuse had been brought in at that stage, you are out of the cup. Gone. Gone. Yeah, he was yeah. gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. All the stuff you heard the loud say in one volley of abuse. Have <laughs> <laughs> a few shirties on board? Just two. Just two. Uh, but all, literally, all, all the words you're not allowed to say, Steve said them all. And, and that one thing and then just said I'm off <laughs> we're never scoring here and that was only about 50 minutes gone in the game he was right though we did uh, right lads moving along I want to ask um, the big news today and the big talk that's been done today has been the Ballon d'Or nominations I think it was last night I think everyone was nominated in the world I think the most important well, thing you got was a that, nomination yeah, you got a nomination yeah, yeah. Paddy yeah. I don't think Ronaldo got a nomination despite Juve um, definitely going for a nomination for him there great champion Um <laughs> But the lads that are up, Alison is on there, Mane's on there, Salah's on there, Milner's on there. Rightly so. <laughs> and Trent is on it for the Copperberg Award, is it? Copperberg. Copperberg. Yeah, Copperberg. Fucking bottles at the yeah. 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 Um, Andy up for that as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's shooing. Andy, Andy nominated him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, lads. From what what we've been told, the LFC fans are doctoring the award already. Uh, the Egyptian and LFC fans. Now the has it changed with an internet vote? Or has, I think I think changed? I yeah. think they're doing a bit like the Eurovision. So you get the judges vote, and then you have the popular vote. Really? The judges vote, right? So the judges vote. What, what, did it not used to be every captain and manager of the national team voted for? And that's that's yeah, where, that's, that's, how, that's, yeah, how, that's, that's how it was that's done. How it went. Then they realised that. If that was the they case, they gave Roy Hodgson a vote one year and said, "This is a lot of is, This is rubbish. <laughs> this is ridiculous. He's gone this for fucking, fucking Carlton Cole again. Carlton Chesky. Who is who is Carlton Cole? Who is Carlton Cole? He's Joe Cole's brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was he voted for him last year <laughs> after that shot against Stoke. Yeah. But this is the question, right? Salah, rightfully, I know the, I know the fans are going mad and raw putting in the, the popular vote on the whole lot, right? But rightfully, I know he didn't win anything last year, but he for the form for the amount of goals he scored. He deserves to be in the running. La- anyone? His XG said he was in the running as well. Is it, the, is for, is it for last season, Phil, <laughs> yeah. or is it for the calendar year? For, it's, it's for last season. It's for last season. season. Well, then, he's, be well, then, we, then he's in with a, with a great show. I think you'd probably have to, you'd probably have to go with Modric, I'd say, for, mm. for what he did with Real. And what he did with Real yeah, and getting to the World Cup final and the World Cup he had. Well, it's he won the, the, the Football yeah, France Award or whatever it was. The FIFA Friends Award or something like that. I think you'd probably have to go with Modric um, and then probably into a toss up there but probably between I didn't realise Ronaldo wasn't uh, put on it obviously for footballing reasons he was shit uh, no but I'd probably say Salah's in with a show to be in the top three anyway isn't he I'm surprised that Firmino being in there no no getting the nomination no no, no. no. Firmino was actually critical to how we play in mm? my opinion I don't disagree with you I think he's unbelievable absolutely unbelievable is what he does with centre house, occupy centre house, less the two boys get into space. I think we've actually mixed, missed him, and probably that's the reason why the country and playing so well. Because as you said, it seems like he has a little bit of a World Cup hangover or a yeah. beat hangover. Yeah. 
the rumours we've heard. Yeah. yeah. And James, did you see any funny names on that thing? Alison was in there. Yeah. That's He's not winning. Is no. there a team of the year picked type thing? No. That, well, I know, with the, I know with the Salah one he finished tour but didn't make the team of the year. Yeah. The, the yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how that works. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know how it works. It's, it's like so literally a hole at the end. You're, you're one of the top three players in it, so we're playing three up top. Yeah, you're not playing them. <laughs> Keeping you on the bench. Today. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a question was asked. When is, has the time come for us to bench Salah? No. Yeah, no. I actually thought he played better than he has in a couple of games in that match against City. I know Steve was at the game. I'd love to have Steve on tonight, um, but he's uh, now microphone on. I'm on uh, Ray Dickinson says Harry Kane lads Golden boot winner Oh fuck Fuck off Ray Exactly <laughs> Harry Kane No He's in there Oh for fuck Is there anyone who's not in there Yep Luka Modric is in there Yep yeah. Minulay did get a nomination oh, Did he not okay. no, Carius uh, did But Minulay didn't did. Anyone see Carius there Playing for the 6th during the week Oh, <laughs> oh dear dude, yeah, it was, oh, That was wasn't good Just waving that ball Into the side <laughs> net <laughs> Oh Not good Yeah I think he's ruined yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like I know he wanted it to go well from when I was yeah. like he's. Uh, I think I think he's a better goalkeeper than Minilay. Minilay is fucking dort. Yeah, <laughs> this I think he, I think he's broke around over that country. I think I think he's he's broken. No, he'd be lucky to come home alive. At least he's good looking. He have a career in modelling. Yeah, yeah, a bit like um, who was a young one that used to play the tennis. Cornacova. Anna Cornacova, yeah. Just packed it in. Can't win anything, so I'll just pack it in and do the modeling instead. And she knocked out with Enrique Iglesias. Yep. Yeah. Pelvis smashing. Yeah, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> he's he's actually playing soon in the tree arena. Is as, he? As posted yeah. up around town. Can't wait to go and see. I'm him. going to see that. You can run, but you can't hide. <laughs> <laughs> you can't escape my love. <laughs> Here's oh, where it goes. Many a woman in Dublin. <laughs> 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 I was just doing my little crap. Um, <laughs> Mbappe. Lad said Mbappe. Mbappe in with a show for Ballon d'Or. Um, mm. Don't care. Not doesn't play for Liverpool. <laughs> no. no. Literally doesn't play. Don't think so. Right. So I'm going to do one of these. So this, this is a, a new friend of the pot. <sighs> for anyone that's watching. What <laughs> We'll have to get a fancy team tune that I can overlay. Anyway, so this is the random topic generator. You see, it's not fixed. <laughs> <laughs> not fixed at all. What was that? Hold on a second. Anyway, so from, uh, from now on, we will be doing the random topic generator for people. Um, and if people want to give us in their topics during the week, we can uh, add them in there and we'll ask away. So what's that one there? Next night, oh, right, I'm not asking that one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Call Tony's at the crash of his taxi. <laughs> I, I have two questions. Uh, one, lads, um, Sean Cox, all joking aside, right? Um, there's a GoFundMe going on for him at the moment. Um, the tweet, the links are being tweeted on the account, and it's across other accounts as well. The chap is definitely he's 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 suffered from what's what happened to him, and um, I know that the family are looking to put funds together. There's a there's a long way to go in his rehabilitation. There is, I think, potential treatment in Germany that could make a difference, but it's expensive as well. So what I want to say is that we will be supporting that as best we can. We plug in the links. We're also trying to do something, um, and we'll have more details about that soon. Um, and I hopefully have something a lot sooner to, to, to deal with it. Um, and all, all proceeds that we have with it will be going towards the, the Sean Cox uh, thing as well. So, you know, I, I, I don't want to get into uh, as a topic, to be totally honest with you. There's a lot of opinions around it. There's, you know, duties of care and stuff like that, that that we could discuss. And we probably will discuss at a later point in it as part of what we're planning to do. Um, but for the moment, I don't want to do too much. So, and I don't want to go too too down on it. So before we go, before we turn off Periscope and we continue to record um, the podcast, um, hopefully that Stephen has been recording all this time. going to start uh, mashing buttons over there. <laughs> Let's do a topic. How we do? Stephen, give us a song there. <laughs> You're after pulling that too hard, as oh, usual. <laughs> Be here for 20 minutes. <laughs> Lottery. That means go again. <laughs> <laughs> next week we'll have topics that actually make sense. 
What's that one there? Match day superstition. Match day superstition. Shane, you've only recently packed in playing football. What was your match day superstition? Jeez, what was match day superstition? I'm trying to think now. Um, Take your time, Shane. It's not live. Yeah, yeah it's not, not live. live. Yeah, yeah. Did you have any? Not really, no. Didn't really have any. Didn't really have any. Just how just That's basically just absolutely hoping not to be picking the James, fucking ball. James, you've never kicked the ball in your life. Do you have any match day superstitions? For... <laughs> I, <laughs> I only... stopped playing when I was sixteen. So no. well, have you got any match day superstitions for watching <laughs> the game? No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Come on. I've uh, played my own games on a Saturday for Watherstown United. <laughs> yeah, right there, Steve. Are you okay over there? I've too far. Playing for Watherstown United on a Saturday. Yeah. We uh, have a little uh, routine. I've only gone to dressing room. This is probably built. We don't play. That's one. That's one. That's it. Really? And the other one for watching Liverpool games, I don't watch them at Enemy Brothers. No? No, can't. I used to have a load of superstitions. Oh, uh, man, it's torture. I mean, <laughs> epic stuff. It started from two days before the game. Like what? Oh, I'd have to, right, when I got home, I'd have to knock the boots off, just specifically off the heel parts first, <laughs> right, and leave them to the next night, and then I'd clean the boots, and then in the morning of the game, I had to have a specific breakfast, then I took certain drugs, I had to have a Dior light, and then also some epinephrine for the nasal sinuses and the whole lot. Then I'd hoover the gaff, Right, and then I'd have to put in my gear a certain way into the bag. His match day started at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> at five o'clock on a tour. Yeah. <laughs> then I had to listen to a certain album. Now the album would depend on your last mare, right? Don't so, say it's in you. No, 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 no. It changed, right? So season to season, the whole long. Like I didn't stick with the one album for the whole time because we'd be still listening to Fleetwood Mac. Uh, but yeah, and it never stopped. Went right the way up and I had to do a certain warm up in a certain way in a certain manner and if that was ruined my head would be fucked going out I would have done pitch. the same warm up alright yeah. All right, so this is the podcast bit um, which we don't have actually there'll probably be a few clips coming out of it on YouTube as well so look uh, I want to continue on the chat lads before I get back to the random topic generator um, and the first thing I want to put up is because it's been the main topic of debate that's on Twitter at the moment because of what's going on <coughs> elsewhere and that is of course um, the kit deal now we seem to always fall back to the kit deals in international break and it's mainly because Arsenal have signed a new deal worth a billion to euro with Adidas right billion. yeah now see now, there's, there's two things kicking off here right it's a billion to euros and it's Adidas and it's Adidas right oh, okay. so straight away the psychophants Adidas oh my god Arsenal have got the Adidas deal we can't get the Adidas deal what are we going to do right so this is the problem now is that they can't get to Adidas because Adidas now have got who have they got in England? United and Arsenal. Okay. Right? So they've wrapped they, they, it's unlikely they're gonna look for another thing. Nike have City and Chelsea and Spurs. Right. Right. So that leaves us. So the the, the the large talk is oh Nike want us as well. I don't see why. They've got three of the top six. Arsenal the Adidas have two of the top six. Right, but more importantly, we have a contract that runs until I think twenty twenty two, and everyone just wants us to rip that contract up and go, yeah, give us more money. Well, uh, business doesn't work like that, no. so you know we, it's a why, contract. Why, 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 why did they, why? Why, why they get so worked up? And you I don't know about the, I don't know about the Madrid and Barcelona, right? But generally, what happens in England is when your contract runs out, the contract you sign. Turns out to be the best, yeah. the most expensive yeah. deal yeah. of all time. Yeah. And the prices just keep going up and yeah. up and up and up. So when Liverpool is up in 2022, be it that they sign a Puma or stay with New Balance or whatever, they'll probably sign a deal. Or feel it. That's the... <laughs> Wimbledon. They'll probably sign a deal which will be the best deal for English clubs. Yeah, O'Neill's. No, you're on the money. That's what will probably well, happen. When we signed the New Balance deal, I think it was the, the joint the mo- jo- yeah. uh, most expensive yeah. or the second most expensive kit deal in England at the time. Since then... And then clubs- Chelsea was after us and theirs was bigger again and then yeah. I think United was after us yeah, again. It follows on. Yeah, exactly. It's just a knock-on effect. Who yeah. gives a bollocks what we wear? Just give us the money. Exactly. That's what we, we want. We don't give a bollocks we're wearing black bags or a listen, more than them. Listen, the other side is that this t- obsession with Adidas, we've, t- we've talked about it before, right? Ah, the, this yeah. thing about it has to be Adidas or nothing, right? This is ridiculous. The club will want to go with somebody like New Balance where they are their only. Mm. They yeah. are the flagship team. Yeah. Yeah, they are the Real Madrid. They are their Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Globally. 
well, New Balance Everything. are based in Boston and our owners are based in Boston so it just and goes strange enough they yeah. make the Red Sox gear exactly who are owned by our owners yeah. and there's a close tie in between New Balance and things yeah. but they paid top dollar and they Absolutely. paid top dollar to get that in the first instance at the end of the day the, the owners look at the club as a business yeah. mm. and it's a, a fucking business deal Yeah. so mm. what's going to make us the most money alright well Nike are offering this and fucking Adidas are offering this but New Balance are giving us this hang yeah, on a minute yeah, it's, like, it's like Phil said there right? Liverpool there's all the links with, with Boston and everything but New Balance are paying top dollar and they they, it's in their interests as well as ours to be the flagship team because like a lot of people think uh, and I would have thought this going back that the more jerseys you sell the more uh, money you make which isn't true Yeah, yeah. It's, mm. you, you get you get a, it, it, which isn't true for the club the more that the New Balance are Nike ready that's they make all the money you you get your you get your standard contract you your lump and, and you it. get your lump yeah. and you yeah. get your agreed amount. So they'll want Liverpool to be the, their flagship because we were in the top what six seven sellers of jerseys worldwide. Yeah. So like everyone wins. Brainer. Everyone wins. I think the, think that the, the whole thing is that uh, internationally people say, oh, well, it's not as easy to get the New Balance gear as it is to say get Adidas because mm. they're in more share sh- sh- shops and they're carried across more countries and the whole lot. But ultimately, for New Balance. If they have Liverpool, which is their global brand, in the soccer sort of situation, they don't need to be in every single shop globally because they're still selling the same amount of jerseys. Yeah. And let's be honest about it, it's a bit how Apple works as well. There's that exclusiveness that, you know, they aren't mm. part of yeah. the unwashed. Yeah. It's a brand that's specific <clears throat> and synonymous to the team. And I'll give a great example of it. Do you remember in the 80s, the Brazilian jersey? And can you remember who it was made by? I can. There's a crowd called Toppa. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, And you yeah, could, yeah. could only get them in Brazil. Everyone else was wearing Umbro and Adidas. And yeah. there wasn't even Nike. It was Umbro and Adidas at the time. And it was Toppa. And you couldn't get it anywhere at all. And it was like, where do you get those tops? I remember as a kid going, where can you get the original? Because you could get the original, all your other original jerseys, but you couldn't get the original one anywhere else. It was a bit like the Cox Sportif with um, Fra- they, France, France and yeah, Argentina. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they started doing the Everton jerseys. Yeah, and I was like, "What's what is this brand?" Because yeah. it's unusual. So there, there is that. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. underplay what that looks like as well. But I think everyone just needs to calm down and realize, as you said, Shane, we will sign potentially the biggest kitwear deal in uh, history in, in, when when it yeah. comes up. Or, uh, of the Premier League, but it, it's just it's just it's just because we're <clears throat> we're on an international break. You know, people are have to have some sort of fume or madness about something and have to vent. Yeah, exactly. So it, you know, it's the kit where it's like. He's, you know, we have a great deal at the moment. Boy. Just calm down. Like go outside or something. Go for a pint. What the pink? <laughs> well, that, well, well, that is that as well. Yeah. I was going to say, because it's mainly men. It's yeah. mainly men who should be a lot older and chill out. Have more about, sense. Yeah. Like if, if it was affecting things on the football pitch, by all means, but we've just spent the most amount of money we've ever spent in a transfer window. We have the most expensive squad we've ever assembled mm. and the club has more money than it's ever had in its whole history and it's on top of the league. Do you not, why are you losing the plot over Arsenal signing an Adidas kit deal? Do you not think people, I'm not going to say all of Liverpool fans, but the vast majority look for a scapegoat in anything we do. Like we have Jordan Henderson I've never seen so much flash being thrown at a player in my life than the other night at Jordan Henderson. You swear he was walking around the pitch on his fucking belly. Was he? he of course he wasn't. <laughs> but people were giving out fuck saying, oh, Jordan Henderson playing the number six, Jordan Henderson this, Jordan Henderson that. I just I just don't get it. No, That's Personally, no. I just don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, I think you're right. You know, I think, unfortunately, there's always been that thing with Jordan Henderson. Um, that certain fans have always, you know, disliked him from the moment yeah. Kenny DeGleach bought him. And it, he's always had a love-hate relationship with from the fans. And um, it's just continued on. But look, he's captain of the club. That's what I was saying. He's <laughs> captain. He's not fucking going anywhere. No, he's captain of the club. <laughs> Klopp keeps picking him. So, lads, get over it because he isn't going anywhere. Um, so, you know, move on to someone else. Right People are saying oh, Van Dijk should be the captain because he's world class and he's just he's that. If Van Dijk is that good, he doesn't need a fucking armband. No, he doesn't. He leads from the back without the armband. Well, he doesn't need an armband. He doesn't. He, he, he did is. you see him bollocking Robertson the other day? Like he gave him. Did you see him giving away that penalty? Yeah. Yeah, he's allowed. Just yeah. He's allowed. He knew what he he's wants. He's that good. He gives them away. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he just stared at Mares and he made a miss. Yeah. No, he didn't. <laughs> Actorberg <laughs> Did you hear fucking uh, 
Jeff Shreves after the game, he asked Van Dyke, did he look, were you able to look at the penalty being taken as in, you know, and shoot out some fellas. He's the centre half of the defending team <laughs> who are defending the penalty. Did you look? Like, what kind of fucking question is no, that? No, I was looking at acting, baby. Yeah, he was fucking <laughs> waving at What did he think Van Dijk was doing? Going to be looking down the other fucking end of the pitch and not get a rebound if the keeper saves or anything like that. It was a fucking awful question. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, like someone asked Sky to ask a stupid question. Yeah, now, would it? Why even care? Yeah. Why even care? It's fucking Sky. Who gives a flying shite? Do you know what I mean? I, I, I've stopped listening and watching anything on Sky Sports, to be totally honest with you. I, I watch You're watching on, Warren Barton watching and Alexi Lattice. And uh, Kate, Kate Abdo. Abdo. Yep. There's, she there's was, nothing, she, absolutely she was, nothing wrong with she watching Kate Abdo. Host. She's actually a great host in terms of what, what, what's on there. Or is that on NBC? Yeah, because mm-hmm. well, I live in the States during the week. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. I like that. What's the... Uh, Virginia? Yep. Yeah. It's where all the cigarettes are. An awful fucking stay. That's where they do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. That's where I'm love it. sitting there on my balcony plucking my banjo. Bang, 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 bang. Virginia. Yep. Voting for Trump. Um, <laughs> oh, for oh. Brexit, Trump, <laughs> Republican primaries. Yep. Fly, I, I, I told you, lump on, Republicans are going to retain the House. And I'm serious about this. Nope. The House of the Senate? Senate. Okay. Right? Yeah. Not a race car driving from Brazil? No. <laughs> no, that's so his cousin. <laughs> Senate, you said Senate. <laughs> no, Senate. Right, boys. Let's <laughs> move on. Let's, let's, go, let's do oh, this again. Jesus Christ. Just put new topics on it now. Now we'll come, around, come across it and cover it off. Oh, God. Right, the World Games. <sighs> done that. We didn't do the war so games. Those hunger games and break fair without a No, the question I have is, lads, these matches that are, uh, we always talk about it, but come here, it, it just seems completely senseless. I don't understand. I don't understand the concept. Somebody told me that this is a way to get into some mad European championships with 400 teams in it. How are you not in it? Is this the one where it's going to be in 20 cities? Or yeah. It's going to be like the Eurovision. Everyone's hosting, basically. It is. Everyone gets the host. No, Australia, the Eurovision. <laughs> what happens is, is you're in, you're in, Ireland's in this group, right? And you're grouped, you're, you're generally grouped, they reckon, with, right? With teams that are of your same level, right? All right? I'm going to explain to you now. Well, I could be talking absolute shy here, but this is what I think happens. No, right? people, people boil the fucking yet. kettle. This is going to take a while. So, <laughs> if you will, Ireland, Denmark, and Wales, right, are in this particular one, right? If you finish bottom, or if Ireland finish bottom of that three team group, they'll drop down a seat for the next draw for the Euros, which means they'll go from second to third or third to fourth. Which means they're fucked. To <laughs> fucked for qualifying. And if you win it, uh, There's only three teams up. in the group. Jesus, right. I, I heard that. two teams can get into the European Super Championships by winning something in this thing. I, f- I don't know. I just look. I, I, I just gave th- you what I knew about it. That's great. I heard there's two qualifying players. Like to me, I don't under- I don't understand. Like this is not these aren't qualifiers. It's just a little round robin thing to make friendlies. And a board it's, 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 linked to, it's linked to your seeding for the next qualifying campaign. That's why they're trying to make it somewhat is that not uh, what, relevant. Is that not what? Bringing in a, a seeding coefficient. structure, a coefficient structure. Yeah, but it's for. not. They're, they're just obviously trying to tweak it to, from to, for for more relevance for these uh, so stupid fucking. Essentially, friendies. no one gave a shit about international football, and to make it more relevant, they've made it more irrelevant. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sensational stuff. Brilliant. Like, That's actually a topic for uh, uh, another day. How. International football has dropped off so much. The guy got you. Remember, Ireland used to play at three o'clock mm. in the afternoon. He was getting no harm from me, man. I let him go to any yeah. days. He got home, watch the match. Now, like, it, it's I remember, just, a, just I remember a, it's a fall off me. Going to matches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, it does help when you've got a team full of decent players. Yeah. Yeah. That might have a chance of doing something in a tournament instead of a team of reprobates managed by an absolute dinosaur. Yeah. Right. And even the fellas that, like, I would have, the six that he left out of the squad today. There was lads there I've never heard of and I was thinking to myself, you know what, I'd rather watch them than the fellas he's going to Didn't play. Didn't he actually put in that you're that guy from Wolves who's been playing really well but like this is the first time. Time. Yeah, he's put him in for the first time. Like, But he, he left out, was Alan George was left out, Daryl Horgan was left out. All these players who are just, where, where if you've watched League of Ireland and they've gone across to England and, and they've done well over there, right, and you look at the fellas that he's playing ahead of them, 
who are just average players. Like, sometimes you're better off having the average player who'll give us absolute life in the jersey than the average player who's just there because it's great to have international football. Yeah, in a few degree. quid for it. Yeah, well, not even a few quid. It's just, I'm an international footballer. So when I go into my next co- contract negotiation, I can show that I'm an international footballer and I deserve to get more money. Well, it's, it's watching them now is just... It's, I don't it's know. Hard. It's, 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 I it's tough. I'm even sure even, even when Trapattoni was there, I didn't it's actually good. mind it because he was an Italian fella who had his way of playing and that was how he played. The last game the, I watched this, this was... O'Neill now looks like there's absolutely fucking zero way of The last game I attended was we don't need Ireland versus Andorra in the New Lansdowne Road and I think they sc- Andorra scored twice that day. And it was just like, that's me doing. That's me doing. I remember attending all the... I, Crow- to, I yeah. went to all the matches that were in Crow Park. Yeah. When Bobby Robson and Steve Staunton was there. And that broke me heart. I said, I, and then I left and said, right, I'll come back and I'll watch a game. And then the game I turned up was Ireland against Andorra and I watched Andorra score twice and said, right, never coming back to this again. Oh, Which is, I went sparsely over the years. But. but even the bigger friendlies, you know, I've often remember t- sitting down and watching, like, looking for, oh, Jesus, here's Holland against Germany or mm-hmm. here's Brazil versus Spain or here's Italy against France and looking forward and sitting down and what. I couldn't even be arsed turning them on at this stage. Like yeah. the, 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 it serves no purpose. It holds no relevance to modern football. Modern football has gone so, is now so run by money. Mainstream. Yeah. It's, it's the Champions League, <coughs> it's the five big leagues, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I'll sit down and I'll watch a Bundesliga game, I'll watch a Serie A match, I'll watch a La Liga game, I'll, watch, watch the, um, I'll even watch the, the League One games, right? And then obviously the Premiership matches. And I'll watch, if one of those games are on and it was on, I'll sit down and I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. If it's an international football match, I'll just say, what's the point? This is just dis- detracting yeah. from what I'm going to do. I'll be similar enough, yeah. It's just... The international football is so slow. Yeah. Oh mm. my God, it's dog slow. Mm. Now, look, don't get me wrong. Like, no problem saying it, and half the country is the same. Absolute up the front of the fucking wagon playing with the band of Ireland qualified. You know what I mean? Absolute fucking. <laughs> Driving the bleeding yeah, camper out of Germany. Absolutely no problem. It's brilliant. You can't. You absolutely can't be when Ireland are in a, a, a make a major tournament. It's absolutely brilliant. But we're just to do with the football. No, no, no. It, it really doesn't. But we're just so used to to not making it now that yeah. it's become you know it's just become expected they're probably spoiled like what 15 years ago to the players we had uh, even at more. the country's disposal oh. yeah. yeah definitely so I was at the World Cup in 1990 I was 3 no there I was go. 14 I was and in 94 USA 94 yeah I remember that yeah. Paul McGrath yeah. that. Phil Babb Phil Babb looked Phil like, got his move to Liverpool in the back of yeah. that didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Looked like the world's yeah. greatest defender emerging defender Phil Babb was the Joe Gomez after that World Cup <laughs> Honestly he looked yeah. like the best centre back in, in, in English football at the time Actually we didn't actually say that earlier on how good was he the other night? Phil, Phil Babb? No fucking Joe Gomez <laughs> <laughs> No but young players emerge it, depend, it, it all depends on what the development is like Babb probably, probably was a bit of a victim of fortune that when he went to Liverpool he went to a three at the back system and it may not have suited him a different manager may have led to a better, bigger career from in terms of what it was because he, he had mad levels of natural talent and he had great recovery pace and he'd probably be better suited to today's game mm. yeah. than necessarily to the game yeah, of the yeah. 90s where it was more about getting on the ball it was more about recovery pace it was more about reading the game and if you remember his big breakthrough was the fact that he was brilliant at reading the game so he didn't have to make crunch and tackles mm. yeah. but he's in that in between zone of football where there were still mad challenges going in and he hadn't quite moved to the idea of football and playing like even in the World Cup going to Saipan like we still had we had like Robbie Kane in his pump with mm. Damien Duff yeah. he played in Gary Brain <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like we had, had a good, we had a good squad. Like should have had and, and the way that World Cup played out, we could have easily made the semi-finals of it. Yeah, but there's a bigger question, lads, and this boils back to underage football and also the League of Ireland and the English leagues in general. <coughs> to get in, there was a conveyor belt of talent because it was easy for English clubs to come over and look at Ireland as a fishing ground. Ireland just doesn't register on the map anymore. No, no. actually, I think that there was a big. Thing but is here. that not just due to? The fact that, you know, Delaney and his cronies, they're all only worried about lining their own the pockets. Dinosaurs, yeah. And, you know, it's been the same people running the game for the past 30 years and there's no new blood coming in. And it, there's not a distri- there's no distribution of funds or anything. It's it's just pure cronyism. And- well, I want to ask, if, did you watch the match last night between Bowes and Cork? 
Yeah, I watched a bit. I had it on. Yeah, I was, I was, I was watching. But I've, I've seen Bowles probably a couple of times they were on against Rovers on, 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 on uh, when they've been on RT. I've watched them and I have to say they've, they've, they've been very impressive. They're very, very young side and they get it down and they try and play and Couple of times I've seen they've been very. No, I don't think anyone's going to see a better goal scored this year than Man, the one is, is it Lee, Lee Morris who scored? Um, yeah, Morris is a sore name. Yeah. I don't know, don't, don't Absolutely know pings it from ah, 45 yards into the top corner. Goal. Comes, comes running yeah, onto the ball from his own half, gets just past the edge of the, the centre yeah. circle, and lets fly. With an absolute thunder bastard into the top corner. It was, <laughs> it was a phenomenal strike. Oh, it, was, it was phenomenal. It was unbelievable. And it was just travelling. But you know, it wasn't one that just rose like uh, Ray Edmaris' penalty from 12 yards. <laughs> this thing was just on a straight trajectory. Just, it literally hit it from 45 yards and when he hit it, it just went, you just heard it going, top corner. Mm. <laughs> now, McNulty had no chance and really when you hit, if someone hit something from there, you're like, ah, should the keeper not get that? Yeah. Absolutely This thing was, And when they showed it from behind the goal, it just travels at a level yeah. plane and then just hit smacks into the top yeah, corner. It's beautiful. Well, actually, yeah. And then when it hit, the, it hit something on the inside of the goal. It and hits, bo- McNulty gets, gets a touch on it, the keeper. It hits, it hits the, the bar. Mm. It goes down. It hits his glove bag, does it? No, I think it, that uh, they had the they have the you know the steel that runs around the, the bottom long of the stakes, team, yeah, yeah. And and it hit it hit that and it rolled back out and they kept playing and the ref was like, no, no, no that's fucking in. That's a goal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lions man back. The lads are still playing. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like hitting it and going, oh, he scored that. And everyone's just playing on your head to be oh. wrecked. What was the video your man scored on Twitter? Your man scores, he hits his volley the outside of the foot and he runs off, taking the jersey off. Yeah, and he hit the post. In. <laughs> did, did you see the uh, Ruben Kinsan under 19 player? Yes. He, he, the flip penalty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Spectacular. Someone said the Power Rangers played soccer. <laughs> yeah. oh, just, on that, just on that point, Phil, what you were saying, I heard today that uh, who's, your, who's your man in the FEO that looks after the Dutch? What's, what's that fella's name? Oh, real, yeah. real doctor, real doctor, that, real doctor, real doctor, yeah, real doctor. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, really make a difference. He, he, Nobody's going to listen to this bit. Yeah, he said he, he it was reported anyway today. He was saying that Irish youngsters need to get away with thinking it's it's England, 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 England. And he was using examples of a couple of lads that went to play in Holland mm. and stuff like that. And, and going Germany. to Belgium mm. or going to going to let going to more technical leagues. Where you can develop yourself as a player rather than being just one of the conveyor belt that goes to We had, we had Mark to. Kenny on this part about three and a half years ago. Yeah. And I said to him, I said, Mark, is it not a more viable channel for Irish players to get into the Portuguese leagues, mm. the Dutch leagues, the Belgian, Belgian leagues, leagues yeah. that type of stuff, instead of keep going the English route, route yeah. all the time? Even the Danish league, the Swedish yeah. league, yeah. you know, those type of leagues yeah. where you can actually make a career out of football. You can bring something back and you may end up getting picked up by an English club or you'll end up going to a decent Dutch side, you'll end up going to a decent German side and you make a very good living out of it. And it's not this constant focus on, I want to play in the Premiership, I want to play in the Premiership, the be-all and the end-all of what it is. Because you're up against basically a world body of football players because everyone wants to end up there because it's the league that's paying the stupidest wages to footballers at this stage. Right, along that topic, let me do this. Declan Rice a bit of a Ferrari about nothing isn't it fellow born in England mm-hmm. played, wants to play for England played underage football for ourselves yeah. and now has decided that he actually wants to represent England can you blame him nope especially when you look at the opportunities that somebody like Gareth Southgate has given the players at this, uh, the younger players Jaden Sancho all the type of players he brought to the, to the that's who I was going to mention, say um, you were talking about players going to the least Jaden Sancho is at Dortmund isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought that. Well, that's the English are doing yeah. it now. Yeah, exactly. The English the, are even leaving the Premiership. The one as well. Uh, the the Everton player that's um, yeah, Luckman. 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 He's is at, at Schalke. Uh, Leipzig. No, isn't he's at um, Leipzig Red Bull. now. Yeah. Yeah. Red Bull. Yeah. 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 Went, but this, the, but this was a, this has been like Sancho going, and obviously Luckman was a little bit uh, more high profile. Mm. Like it, it was kind of a what's the word for <clears throat> the, the English press seemed to be a bit taken back that these players were kind of saying, "Well, look, at, well, I'm going on ahead over here like, mm. and, and playing." Particularly, haven't seen uh, much. Of, is Lukman not back with Everton now? Did he go? Did, no, did he, he went. To, he went to Leipzig as far as no. But like, they're, they're, like Sancho actually gets his call up now. I think he's got, but he scored a goal or he's got two goals and eight assists in the first eight games. So, yeah. that's so he seems to be playing. Uh, I think he was linked with us today as well. Se- seems to be playing really, really well. So mm-hmm. yeah, look, it's obviously just just part. Like they're they're obviously uh, who did he leave from City Sancho? 
Uh, Man City was West it? Ham was it? I, I, I don't know, but I he, don't know. He, he would. You'd imagine he would have been on big, big dough for a young fella of his yeah, age. So yeah. for him to go over there, like he, he, he probably taking a pay cut. Truth be told, going over there, but given. But he's actually playing, of, uh, playing but he's football, playing games. Yeah, yeah exactly. And he's, and he's if, you were on, if you were like, let's say, let's fucking say this. If, if I was involved in the FAI and I was, let's say I was Martin O'Neill, like the run of games that's coming up this fucking international hunger games, whatever it's called, <laughs> would you not go and pick a load of fucking under 20s and under 21 players? Like the Ireland has a rake of youngers playing in the likes of Scotland and all. He won't because um, there's no... I would say anyway what I'm nailed, that there's very little foresight going on with him he's just he's in there to get what he can get out for the job he's he's not particularly looking to leave yeah. any kind of legacy behind him I think Gordon or the FAI need to do what Belgium done you know what Belgium said to the first team there's the amount of players you have up you go we're going to invest all the money we have in all the young players mm. for the next 10 years mm. and the players that Belgium have thrown down in the last 10 years is fucking Phenomenal, yeah. the Brian Hazard, Lukaku company, yeah. like Sane. Keep going, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's a, it's a, an absolute convertible. Well, sorry, not Sane. What's the other fella with the fucking Sane's me? Yeah, big hair for mine. Oh, for <laughs> no, uh, but they've thrown out like yeah. Belgium have thrown out. Yeah, yeah. Twenty odd, war not world class players, but mm. elite level players. So why can't we do that? Because people are saying before, oh, Ireland don't have the population. Ireland don't have this. Uruguay have a lesser population than Ireland. Mm-hmm. And look at the fucking team they have. I know. Yeah. So why are you, it's either they're feeding them something different. No, I think there's, I think one of the key differences, Paddy, is there's no professional league here. Yeah, that's... Uh, like, the, our, our professional sport is rugby. Yeah. Mm, yeah, true. The only professional sport we have in the country is, is rugby. And we have a proper academy structure in place and we have proper structures to build. We have, we have people, we've got um, crowds of... Over tens of thousands who attend the rugby matches. And that's why it's, we have this on, conveyor belt that yeah. Leinster just keeps bringing and that's, through. And that's, that's yeah. what's after happening. We've, we had a, si- a system in place that was there at the right time for when professionalism became part of the rugby world mm. and allowed us to compete on a, on a European stage. But that comes from the top. You know, there, there's a strategy. I don't see the same it's, strategy. It's very unique. No, I know, but I don't see... I don't see the IRFU, they had a strategy about what they wanted to achieve, whereas I don't think the FAI have the same strategy. Mm. I mean, I, John Delaney doesn't have Well, exactly. Strategy. John Delaney, Delaney. No, John Delaney just wants to line his pockets. He's a prick. So. <laughs> Grant, so, it's, uh, so you reckon John Delaney's fault that Declan Rice wants to play for England? <laughs> yes, absolutely. But look at it. It's a pure... It all boils, the Declan yeah. Rice thing is a purely monetary thing from himself. His head's been torn by money because I'm sure that he's, he's changed agent and... From from also English. Like, who do you want your fullback to be? Cyrus Christie or fucking Kyle Walker? Do you know what I mean? If you no no disrespect to Cyrus Christie now, but yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? That's the that's the the fucking the the vibe. No, see, the all, all, all the all the vibes coming out and all the just some stuff that you hear through what our uh, stuff is that when he made his debut and all that. There was ne- there was never an issue of declaring for England mm. at all, yeah, okay. at all. Right, right. So he's after changing the agent, and now his head is after torn. And now, seemingly, the family still want him to play for Ireland. Yeah, his family do. But there's obviously a situation there. I'd imagine he's being told that look, if you're an English international, you will probably go uh, be liable to make X amount. Yeah, the top six teams. True uh, endorsements, sponsorship, everything else. He he's also got. The, the problem are you could see it as a problem of them two fucking buffoons that run West Ham have been ramming it down their social media throat that this fella can be the new Bobby Moore and we wanted to play for England oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah it's a purely monetary thing in my opinion that his head is being torn yeah and sounds like it here we go last spin of the wheel alright uh, there we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> orange soda <laughs> The longest word. What's the longest word you know? There's a there's a village in Wales. I just wrote about Hollyhead. Has fifty two letters in it. Don't ask me to say. It. I can't even spell it. No. What's the longest word you know? And you can say the longest word I know. Yeah. Peter van der Hoogen, man. That's a name. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> James, what's the longest word you can say? Fuck. Come into the microphone because nobody will be able to hear you say it. Sorry. Uh, oh fuck. I was going to say that town in Wales as well. <laughs> say it. 
Then you don't know. No, that's true. That's like saying the longest word I know is the Chinese or something. You say I don't know. You just you've heard it said. What's your longest word? Of two. Go on. Bookkeeping. Bookkeeping. That's, 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 that's not that's, bad. That's not a bad show. That's not bad. That's not bad. Might bring in a version of Countdown at this rate. Bookkeeping. <laughs> bring in that blonde board off that as well, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go on, Shane. What's the longest one you know? Oh, Jesus. He's a postman. That's the supercalifragilistic. That's not a word, is it? Will, it's actually in the dictionary is it supercalifragilisticexpialidocious well, there you are that's all we'll, we'll go with that one that's not bad going anti-establishmentarianism is one that I have right oh, what's it called anti-establishmentarianism anti right and also flocky knocking the hill is that just is that, is, what flocky knocking the hill of pillification what's that mean well is the force you said there just anti-establishment no anti-disestablishmentarianism it's terrorist with a book it's not Anti disestablishmentarianism. Terrianism. And what is it? It's about the establishment. Yeah. And being anti breaking down the establishment, the method of holding up the establishment. All right. I've gone cross of it. Twitch and Paddy. The longest word there. Paddy, yeah. I know you're mad to get onto Conor McGregor, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say that. <laughs> right, lads. Um, we've done them all. Outside of social anxiety. Lovely. And Conor McGregor. Thanks for listening, Shane. Thanks for being part of it. No Thanks problem. Always a James. pleasure. Thanks. Thank Thanks you very much for having us. I'm the king of Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm delighted to meet you. No problem. Wakanda forever. That's it, yeah. Is that, is, what was that in? Black Panther. Oh, fuck off. It's a Marvel show. You know that now if you want to. Ah, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Start that again. Right, I'll, I'll joke aside. Thanks again for uh, listening watching. This has been the Day Trippers back next week. Good luck. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more.